Listener Production. Well, Han, this is our remembering project. Yep, where a random day of the year is selected and we look up the run sheets from all our shows from across the years to find any we did on that day. Over 20 years, that's about 2,500 shows and roughly 26,000 talk breaks. Today, we pick one. One talk break only and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got podcast Mike with us here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? It's the 4th of August. Radio, that's Andy's go. Here's Mike to take care of the sponsor stuff and we'll be right back to hear what year Andy chose to remember that day. This is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. 4th of August, Ham, is a day where we do a lot of shows over the years. We did. Um, 2008 says on the run sheet that you saw a seeing-eye dog that wasn't a Labrador. I don't think that would have happened. I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> I actually rem- do you, do I do remember it. What kind of dog do you think it might have been? Mm. It's big. <laughs> might have been a Groodle or a... Are you sure you just didn't see a guy... With sunglasses on, like no, no. Like, like, I know sometimes dogs can wear vests, <laughs> but it had—I think it had the solid handle. All right, yeah, that changes. So I, I there's got to be non-labs because. Can you look that up for us, Mike? Yeah, because um, there would. Be. I didn't listen back to this at all, but no. it just seemed to me again. There would be. There would. What if you were? What if you're blind with an allergy to Labradors or a severe dog allergy? They might use um, Labradoodles because they are all right, low so, allergy. Or if you just want a a. A seeing-eye dog that doesn't molt. Yeah. Not, not that it would bother you. Well, it would. Uh, hairs getting yeah. up your nose. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Golden retrievers can be as well, apparently. Could have been a retriever. They're very similar. They're pretty They're swappable, you, swappable you, you, aren't yeah, they, with yeah. Labradors? Yeah, that's one or the other. I mean, I didn't think it was a sausage dog or anything <laughs> like that, although I'm sure. German shepherds and poodles. Poodles. Poodle. I think it was a, it was a type of poodle. <laughs> <laughs> Now, one. now I remember one. from 14 years one. ago. One frame. Yeah, it was a black poodle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just in the nick of time. In 2014, I claimed that I was tougher than Mick Gatto. Do you remember this? <laughs> The, the level of dancing with death, at least my claim was a little safer. <laughs> Mick Gatto, famous underworld figure yep. um, in Melbourne. I went to, um, I'm not sure if I've ever told you the follow-up story to this, but I went to the ice uh, hockey. It was Canada versus USA yeah, right. at, at Rod Laver Arena. And the story I would have told at the time is f- Mick Gatto was in the seat in front of me, in a row in front of me, mm. and fireworks went off and he flinched and kind of ducked. And no, I that's didn't. not a flinch. That's probably that's muscle memory from him, like to, to waiting for his training to kick in. So I went, oh, yeah, I'm tougher than oh, him because yeah, I, I, I didn't flinch, <laughs> right? And then Beck and I were down the coast uh, on a, on the weekend, like three weeks later, and this car pulls up in the car park in Red Hill on the Mornings Peninsula, and I was just getting towards my car, and Mick Gatto gets out of the back. He was getting driven around. And he turns to me and he points to me. Uh-huh. And I, and I, I, I waved because <laughs> I'm like, and he said, did the point and then turned his point into a summons. Come here. You would have flinched yeah. right in your so, pants. <laughs> so Beck goes, I knew you shouldn't have told that story. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I, I, I wander across and he goes, 
I hear you telling people you're tougher than me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I just did a bit of a joke. I was just, just, just like, um, uh. <laughs> so I said, oh, yeah, I was, yeah, just obviously not. I'm obviously not. Yeah. And just a bit of a joke. I'll, 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 I'll put my whole foot in my mouth right now if you want. I'll walk home with no pants on. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. And he said, I don't think you're tougher than me. And I said, I oh, know I don't. I think that was the funniness. That was the funniness of it. He's like, all right, good. Get in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already said I'm not. <laughs> well, we'll see. No, it's just you win. You win. We've already seen. So, yes, that was the follow-up <laughs> to that. And I don't reckon I ever told that on the radio because. You don't want the that. next bit. <laughs> I hear you going around telling people stories about how I correct you about being tougher. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop doing this. <laughs> Yes. So, um, yeah. yeah, we put 2004. But all jokes like, aside, yeah. you do often talk about how he's a big pussy. <laughs> <laughs> You're always saying that. You're well known in our group for slandering him. I'm not Mr. Gallagher. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's one of the things I think about the most of you, golf and that brag. <laughs> hey, it was a toss-up. Two huge moments uh, happened on August 4th. Across, Across different years. Different years, 2008 and 2009. Uh, the one I want to have a short little nod to is 2008 where we had the Daryl Braithmate competition. Oh, that was, I mean, ultimately disappointing. Yep. But it was a spectacular time where we both compete. We both felt like we could be friends with Daryl Braithwaite yes. because we'd met Aussie music legend Daryl Braithwaite a few times yep. and it was getting to that stage and... Mm. It would just, you know, who wouldn't want to say that you, you, you're, you're a Daryl Braith mate? And yeah. for some reason, I can't remember why, we decided there could be only one. Well, what happened was he ordered a bike rack, I think, from Roof Carrier Systems, right. which uh, my, my brother-in-law now, uh, I'm not sure if he was back then, um, he runs a You've bank. always had an association with the business? <laughs> yes, yes. But at some point in the history, your brother-in-law yeah. was able to buy it. He was manage- he's managing it back then and he, he sent me a photo saying got Daryl Braithmate's number because he had to put it down for the rack. Yep. And I was like, oh, great. We've got his, we've got his number. I mean, a wonderful fellow of us could be mates with him. I think that's where it came about. So like The Bachelor, we invited Daryl to a pub. Yeah, I think we I think we were doing this before The Bachelor was a show. Yeah. And uh, and so but we, we, we set up like this where we had three different uh, <laughs> events. Events. events disciplines. Yeah, disciplines. <laughs> we had to both order a drink for him that yes. we thought he might like. Yep. Um, and uh, then I think it was – a quiz about his life. Yep. And then was it a gift? I, I can't remember. No, you put a best friend's bracelet in yeah. the drink. Yes. That's when I went, I think Andy's got this. <laughs> he's thought about this a lot more than I have and he's bought stuff along. You had, remember, amazing recall on facts about him though. So yeah. I'd crammed that, in the car. Which kind of got close to, to Stalker. Um, but the idea was that one of us would become a Daryl Braith mate and the other one will become a Daryl Braith acquaintance. Yeah. Uh, this was Daryl's decision. The 4th of August, 2008. I, I have been deciding uh, ever since this started, Andy, when um, when my friend mentioned to me that, you know, you and Hamish had, or you had mentioned something about a bike rack and I thought, oh, I wonder what that was. And then I took more of an interest and, and now we've gotten to this, the conclusion, to try and work out... Who's going to win the spot. Who's going to win the spot. It's, um, it, it's really, really hard. And 
I actually went to sleep last night thinking about it and I thought, should I just sever all my ties with both? Please, no. I dreamt of you as well. No, no. I I don't think I will either. And and I thought, or can I keep... uh, And seeing how competitive you are in a a professional sense, I thought maybe I can keep both... As, as, no, no. There can be no. only one, Daryl. Okay, that, really? Okay. Well, only think, one of us gets the title of Daryl Braithmate. <laughs> Daryl Braithmate. It's a word. Um, but I think I will go with uh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it was just. The can way. I ask why? <laughs> I, 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 I think and I the to, bike rack. It? I go back to that as well. <laughs> Well, Jimmy Barnes, if you're listening, I would be interested in Barnes in Arms. Uh, perhaps a new show I'll between take him as me well. and you. <laughs> Farnham, what are you doing this weekend? I wish you Making someone <laughs> so serious about it too. Maybe I can have both. No. 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 Why not? <laughs> I have a thing like, what if you came into a new friendship group and you're like, you have to pick which of us you like the best. Oh, come on, guys, I like all of you. No, no. pick one. <laughs> come on, we've done all the events. <laughs> oh, it, 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 is, oh. it is a bit embarrassing, a bit heartbreaking, a bit confronting to hear my... Um, mm. You know, right mm. as you've as you've had the news dealt to you, it's not you. You haven't been chosen. Mm. To with a choke in your throat. <laughs> Can I ask why? I mean, stop, mate. You're not, you're not going to get him on a technicality. You can't argue it on a countback. You don't get that on The Bachelor. I think I'll propose to Louisa. No, no. I'd like you to know. Explain, talk it out. What about me? What about Michelle? Um, uh, yeah, actually, well, now you mention it, maybe I'll propose to you. Yes. Glad I asked. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. One for us. Look, if it ever comes back up again this date, that's one for us to go back and listen to in full because it had me giggling just from that little bit. But um, It was, I mean, amazing from Braith, mate. Yeah. Those look, are the real rare moments where, like, yeah. nothing to promote. Yeah. No, like, I, it was always just so fun to have people on the show that would do stuff because it was just dumb yeah. fun. fun. <laughs> and what is b- bizarre... But he's kind of he's stayed. Honest, he's honoured. He's honoured. He's honoured. He'll message Andy, he, and he'll he, go, he, and of course, pass it on to my acquaintance. <laughs> like, if we ever do we, anything, he'll be like, "Please, I'm not mates with Hamish. Yeah. Pass it on to him because we're just officially <laughs> so acquaintances." At, on the time, at the time, we exchanged numbers. Daryl and I. Hamish was left out, and he to this day texts me, but always yep. asks me to pass on regards <laughs> yes. to Hamish, as he would I, an acquaintance. I, and I just find it so funny that he's honoured this. <laughs> <laughs> for, for 12 years or something. Oh, well anyway, done. hey, I mean, obviously something pretty massive must have happened for us not to want to reveal yeah, deeper. Yeah, true, true. I mean, I'm sitting here going, I can't believe that was the that was the side note for this um, episode. It's because on August 4th, 2009, it was the day that the bucket that, oh. that hadn't spun, a KFC bucket. Yes. They used to all – people, if you're just new to this show – Back in the day, most KFCs had a motorised large bucket mm-hmm. outside. The way the Golden Archers would stand on a plinth, the big yep. pole, they would have a bucket that would spin. They now have an off-kilter static bucket, mm-hmm. a lot of them, a lot of KFCs. Most of them just have a KFC sign. Yep. You can see you see stationary buckets around, but there was a particular bucket 
that had spun mm-hmm. and had stopped. And there was a groundswell of support on the show to make the bucket spin. <laughs> How can we get this bucket spinning again? Because it stood for so much more than that, didn't yeah. it, Ando? It stood for let's not let tradition slip. Mm. Let's not let the good times die. Yeah. Let's see if we can turn back the clock mm-hmm. and capture the good times when the bucket span. Mike, hit the sponsor up for us and, uh, and then we'll, we'll tackle them after this. Thanks, Mike. Great stuff. The town was gimpy. Yeah. The only other note here on the run sheet is we're talking to Klaus, who I didn't remember who that was. No. It says he was the bucket repairman. Great. So he got he got the whole thing oh, going. Couldn't on have here. done it without him, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long this piece of audio goes for, but I, I mean, I Shuck smell I in. smell a classic Hamish and Andy huge build up. <laughs> the fourth of August, two thousand and nine. Hamish and Andy, and welcome to the Hamish and Andy show for the first time if you've just tuned in, and congratulations because you're about to hear history. Yeah, if it feels like you're somehow trapped in a book, don't worry. It's a history book. Exactly. And we've planned on being here. Ham, I feel like we'll listen back to this broadcast in 20 years' time and it'll be just as important as that of the moon landing. Mm Mm-hmm. And just as historical. And we're talking... And they didn't even bother broadcasting the moon landing. Kind of. Yeah. Few bit bit of an audio grab then back to regular program. Exactly, exactly. We've covered this heaps better. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't use Klaus. No, they didn't and have and Klaus. he was around. He's he was seventy. There. Yep. We are about to set uh, in motion what I hope uh, will be a symbolic gesture for the whole world. The bucket that once spun out the front of the KFC in Gympie. Giant bucket. Size has been of a VW Polo. Torn down, refurbished, yep. rebuilt. Smooth engine put in it. Yep. And it is just waiting. It's itching to spin again and be what I believe to be the only spinning bucket on mainland Australia, which will send a ray of hope throughout the nation yep. that other buckets may spin again. Other KFCs that don't even have buckets anymore. It's got the Colonel's face on it, so that's exciting. That's a stamp of approval. Yeah, exactly. And it's hey, almost, you could almost accept it as currency. Yep. You've got the Queen's face on coins and someone slightly more important, the Colonel, on the buckets. <laughs> it caught us on the hop. We only found out 10 a.m. this morning. Didn't think this was happening until next week. Nah. It, and so we've been flipping it, wigging I mean, it a little bit. That's how secret this whole project's been. Even KFC didn't tell us. No. They tested it last night. And they, it obviously went global, Ham. Uh, I've been on the phone all day. You were Have wigging you? out. You didn't know what that, what was happening. Uh, so. Andy could just hear sort of through the double glazed glass occasionally me just going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was doing he was, a lot of the work today. Yeah, but um, look, celebrity people, uh, celebrities wanted to get are all over this great. Uh, are they? Yeah, this great globe ham wanted to get behind it. And uh, I thought I recorded a few of them. Of course, the people deserve to know how their hard work went off with some of the most influential people in Who our called? society. Well, here it is for you. Hi everyone, Barack Obama here. Little known fact about me, my middle name is Buckets and my porn name would be Dusty Mannering after my first pet and street I lived in. Just before lunch, pop sensation Kylie Minogue called through. She had these warm words about how the bucket had inspired her in her own career. Hey fans, Carly Minogue here. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but the spinning KFC bucket was the inspiration for one of my songs. Uh, it was called Hey You Up There on the Pole. I really, really like you. Uh, it wasn't a great one. Never made the album, but um, still got on cassette if anyone wants to give me a buzz. Anyway, my undies are in shop, so get a pair of them. See ya. And gardening guru Don Burke was also keen to pass on his well wishes to the people. 
Good afternoon, fellas. Don't often listen to FM. Don Burke here, television legend and just all-round top bloke. I'm actually more interested in the plants at the bottom of the pole. What is that? Is it a hibiscus? Is there a fern? Did I see a fern down there? I love ferns. I love to get my face right in them and ruffle. I faded him down. He may well still be talking. Still, celebrities are really behind this revolution. They certainly are. Good work, Ando. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And it's with great pleasure now that we can cross live to Gympie in Queensland. After having the president on the phone. And Klaus is there. Wow. Klaus, can you hear us? Klaus. Klaus, are you there? For a second, we thought you turned into a, a, a screaming sixteen-year-old uh, girl. We can hear the sirens in the background. Oh, I hear the fire engines going off. What, fire fire again. what is the atmosphere like in Gympie, Klaus? Yeah, it's a hell of a crowd here now. A lot of people are excited. They're wondering if the bucket's going to spin or not. Well, well, Klaus, you are the man. In all your years, I mean, you've uh, you're you're now a friend of the show. How many buckets would you say that you've been involved in over the years? Probably about eight or ten. Oh, wow. Nearly. That's <laughs> <nearly>, big numbers. <laughs> nearly a tenth of a century there. So that is some numbers. And Klaus, would you say this is the the most uh, prestigious bucket that you've been involved in? Most certainly. And the publicity you guys have caused me to this is unbelievable. In fact, right now, I need to tell you that, there's five Gordon children in West Australia in Perth. Yeah. My grandchildren. Their mother's taken them out of school early because of the time difference just to listen to the show on the occasion for the bucket to turn. <laughs> to listen Klaus, to Klaus. I don't think they'll ever be need to go back to school after hearing this because it's the greatest thing that you could ever learn from, a spinning that's, bucket. Klaus. That's their problem tomorrow, isn't it? I would like to see the alphabet scaled back to just three letters. And you know what they are. Yes. <laughs> hey, Klaus. I mean, you've fixed a lot of buckets in your time. You've seen them start spinning again. Um, and obviously we, we found out about your handiwork through uh, your daughter calling and saying that you were the man that fixed buckets in the area. Did you normally have this size crowd when you saw a bucket spin again? Negative. It used to be just our service because normally you have nobody there. Nobody there. But now you've got a fire truck, you've got sirens going off and a crowd. At the moment they're very quiet. They're waiting for you guys to give us a go. Well... Class, do you think we could organise some sort of countdown from 10? Yes, we're going to do that now. Okay, oh, people on, have driven. On. People have driven from all over Queensland. Yeah. This is we're pretty We're countdown now. Oh. Klaus, Klaus mate, knows if, what he's doing. I don't know, getting Klaus's way. You've got your finger on your bucket. You've got, you've got the finger on the button, mate. The bucket you is... Go ahead. Bu- it will be spinning. Fingers crossed. Klaus, you're in charge. What's that, mate? Jeez. Six. This is like Times Square. Two, one. Klaus, what's happening? Just the bucket is spinning. What does it look like, Klaus? Does it look beautiful, Klaus? There's sirens going off in the background. Klaus, tell us what it looks like. I cannot hear anything. He can't hear it. It's too many. Probably looks like a bucket spinning. Huge moment, Ando. Huge moment. Don Burke. Don Burke questionable, <laughs> yes. especially when, don't know if people could tell or not, but that was just me doing the voices. So you, <laughs> <laughs> we could choose you anyone. Really, you really had your pick um, of the whole mm. of Australia. And again, this is the fun of looking back. This is the yeah. point of looking back. Uh, we've said it before, we'll say it again. Not everything that you've Has done from the past is going to age well mm. or in the same 
culture. Yeah. Times change, the culture changes. Since disgraced Don Burke. For people I just don't that, know yeah. if you're here, you, you're here in the, yeah. I just don't know if you're here in Don Burke <laughs> frame that way these days. No, exactly. And But that's, that's why it was a little piece of history, Ando. <laughs> yeah, good memory. <laughs> 